The competition is supported by Performance Today, a daily guided tour of music and concerts from around the world. Find out more about Performance Today and give them a listen. Head to yourclassical.org. Again, that's yourclassical.org. And then click on Performance Today. All right, Cameron. Hello again. How are you feeling, dude? Uh, well, as you might be able to hear in my voice, I came down with a cold. You did. A few days ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, because we've been in Fort Worth for almost two and a half weeks now. Yep. Covering, I was trying to come up with the number for it, like hours and hours and hours I of piano. I want to say we, we've seen about 40 hours of piano at yeah. this point. And then and we've it, been editing nonstop at night and recording interviews. Mm-hmm. It's been... Yeah, so my poor little fragile body couldn't handle it. Mm, uh, not strong enough to. But hey, now I have that smooth, smooth <laughs> radio voice. I mean, if you think it sounds smooth, then I guess that's a that's win That's something, for right? You. Yeah, yeah, cool, sure. great. Okay. <laughs> so right now, um, we're in the home stretch. This is the final Ooh. round. Final round. Here we are. Yes. So for this portion of the final round, mm-hmm. um, each pianist will be playing two concerts. Um, one with a string quartet. And then the last one is another concerto with the Fort Worth Symphony Orchestra, this time with a different conductor. Yeah. The conductor is Leonard Slacken, who is the jury chairman for the Clyburn this year. He's the head judge. And so we're going to go talk to him and see how he and his jury members have made decisions, you know, um, for letting Rachel Chung and Daniel Shu advance to the final round but also have great pianists like Martin James Bartlett and Rachel Kudo um, not really advanced that far. So Cameron, you ready? Am I? Oh boy. All right, let's go talk to Leonard. How's it going, Leonard? Well, for almost two weeks, we have heard Many, many pianists playing an incredible number of concerts. <laughs> it's probably a bit more fatiguing for us on the jury than it might be for the pianists. But now they come under pressure as the numbers come down. Mm. And they are constantly barraged with rehearsals, now with orchestra, mm. as well as the recitals they have to play. So it's an endurance test at this point. Yeah. And definitely for you, I wanted to bring up the fact that you mentioned This is your first ever competition that you've been a judge for. Correct. And actually, the only other time I was involved in a competition, if you don't include auditioning people for your orchestra, Mm. was four years ago when I did conduct here at the finals of the Clyburn, but I was not a judge. Ah, interesting. I just conducted it. I gave some input to the jury about how the collaborative process worked, but that was it. For this particular festival, they asked me if I would become the chairman, and... At first, I balked because I'm not a believer in competition. Mm. Bartok once said that competitions are for horses, not artists. (laughs) But they are a part of society. It's part of how a musician, one way, can build and make a career. Mm. And it became especially intriguing when the idea that this would be live streamed into theaters, on the internet, they've got close to three million people watching this thing so far. Yeah. And these young pianists have an opportunity to reach an audience even if they haven't progressed from the very first round. Mm. 
So I thought, I've got to consider this, and it's not right for me to be critical unless I've actually participated in one. And so far, the learning experience has been that there is some validity to this. I have eight incredible colleagues mm. on the jury from wildly divergent backgrounds. None of us really think alike on anything. <laughs> We're not allowed to talk about the contestants. And we've spent some of the most enjoyable time just for two weeks speaking about music. Details, bigger pictures, maybe if two pianists played the same piece, we'd not talk about how they did it, but how interpretations can vary so wildly. Right. It's been very in-depth. So I've enjoyed that part of it very much. That's interesting that you have to reserve your opinion being a judge um, in that room full of judges. But we all have to. Yeah. It's a totally anonymous procedure. I cannot fault the voting process at all. Yeah. Individuals, as we go through, will have audience members and viewers who have their favorites. And that person may or may not win. Mm. But they could never say that the jury made a mistake. What we do is each round, we are handed a ballot. We've had to window it down first from 30 down to 20. And that process proceeds as we go through each one. We don't discuss it. We don't see each other's ballots. We don't sign anything. Interesting. So even by the time we get to the very end, no one will know who voted for anybody. And none of us are going to divulge it. We just don't think that's appropriate. Interesting. Uh, and the voting process, um, correct me if I'm wrong, is yes, no, and maybe? No, no, no. It's literally you have all the names of the people that played in that round. Yeah. And you circle. 20, and then it was circle the 10 that you want, and then it's circle the six, and for the finals, you rate them one through six. You don't rate them, you just circle the ones that you picked. I don't know yet in the finals whether we're picking winner, second, or third. Probably after they boil it down to the top three, we'll be asked independently maybe to judge one, two, and three, but it also might turn out that the vote total already determines that. We don't know yet. So you're sitting uh, in the balcony in the Bass Hall. Mm -hmm. You're hearing the crowd reaction in the mm -hmm. auditorium. Does that play a factor into how loud uh, an audience is cheering for a competitor in your voting process? Not really, because there's a separate award for the audience mm. where they get to choose. But that now also includes the people all over the world. <laughs> so they're not in the hall where you have that feeling of presence. Mm. Yes, you see members of the audience who have their favorites. But we're listening as pianists, mm. as pedagogues, as teachers. I have been a pianist in my life too. And I'm listening a different way, particularly when I come with the orchestra. Mm. So no, it, at this point we've heard them. We've probably made up our minds. Now it's a question of do they have the stamina to get through it? But that's not the qualifying factor. The qualifying factors, do they deserve it as a musician? I mean, they can have a little down round at this point, but it may not affect the overall performance. So it's not like the Olympics, where you have elimination and whoever has the best score at the end based on the last round wins. No, mm. this is cumulative. And in terms of those qualifiers, when you're listening to a pianist, what are you listening for? Again, everybody's going to listen a different way. Yeah. But specifically for you. What I do is that in the first round, I decided to assign five criteria 
and I gave each of those criteria a rating of 1 to 10, meaning it come up 50 points on the top, zero on the very bottom. Neither happened. One criteria was the tone. How did they produce the sound? Was it beautiful where it needed to be? Was it strong where it needed to be, in my opinion? Second one was technique. The third one was dynamic contrast. Could they really go uh, to the extremes within the repertoire they played? The fourth one was personality. It doesn't quite mean what you think. Mm. It means, to me, how did they present themselves on stage? Stage deportment, as well as their physical approach to the piano. After all, there was a, there was a screen right above the pianist, and everybody could see everything. So there turned out to be a visual element as well. Yeah. How did they bow? Those are part of performance. Yeah. And the last one for me was called interpretation. For me it was, did I feel that they served to advance to the next round? Yeah. And then for the succeeding rounds, what I did is I took the base score from each one and now had a sliding scale. <laughs> it sounds very mathematical, but <laughs> it it's not. It um, they could either improve by five points or go down by five. Mm. So I kept doing it that way as I went along. In other words, to me, that first round needed to show me a lot. Yeah. And as we got to the bigger pieces, now we're talking about architecture. Do they hold my interest long enough? Because yeah. now I know how they play, mm. as does everybody else. But each person on this jury will have their own set of criteria. Some just take copious notes. I sit there, I listen, I give them a score. And in terms of this entire competition, and this being an endurance, um, the structure of it, it's mainly been piano recital, piano recital up until the semifinal round where you introduce concertos with the orchestra and then you have the uh, string quartet in the mm -hmm. next round. Mm -hmm. Is there a, a kind of sense of why that is structured that way? Well, you can imagine that also we will see the biggest crowds at the end. Mm -hmm. The recital is for a more select group. I don't mean... Uh, any less knowledgeable or more knowledgeable. Sure. People want to hear the third Rachmaninoff, the Tchaikovsky first. That's what they come for, all those notes, all the virtuosity. Yeah. But for us as judges, we're listening for the earlier rounds in particular. The last round becomes more oriented towards the audience. We have to remember that Van Clyburn, for whom this competition is named, one in 1956 during the Cold War at a time when Soviet and American tensions were at their all-time high. Mm -hmm. and what did he win with? Tchaikovsky first, Rachmaninoff three. If you ask anybody, what else did he play at the competition? Very few people remember. That's true. But probably those jury members do if they're still <laughs> around. Now that we're getting close to choosing a winner, what exactly are the qualities that you're looking for that makes it a Van Cliburn pianist winner? It's a very good question. We're at the time now, he's been gone for five years. He stopped playing almost 15 years ago. I think I did actually the last big orchestra concert with him. None of these pianists will have ever heard him live. Yeah. So they don't know how important he was other than what they might have read. We are tasked with picking a winner. We're told there will be a winner from this. I don't really have an answer to that question. Any great pianist is judged on their own merit. I guess to some degree, 
I would hope by the time we get to the end, at least for myself, that the person that I choose as being at the top of my list is somebody who exudes the personality that makes them stand out from the others. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for a competition pianist. There are people who've been to 10, 11, 12 competitions before. Yeah. I'm not looking for that. I want the one who just says, you're the musician, you're the one I wanna hear. Mm -hmm. I don't care about a wrong note here and there. I mean, too many of them, no. <laughs> and you know, a, a slip of a pedal, those things have no interest to me whatsoever. Who is it that takes me to another place? That's my real criteria. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's final round concert of the 15th Van Cliburn International Piano Competition. Our first performer this evening is 25 years old and is from Hong Kong. Tonight, she'll be performing Brahms Piano Quintet in F minor, Opus 34. Please welcome Rachel Chung. that I studied at Yale with um, my professor uh, at Yale, Professor Peter Pankow. And um, it actually has a lot of meaning because um, I, um, the first time that I came across this piece um, was when I was, I think, um, 13 or 14 years old um, in Hong Kong. And I was turning the pages for uh, Professor Peter Frankel that time. So um, that's the first piece that, you know, I turned pages for him and yeah, I, I just feel like um, I, I really want to play it.
All right, Rachel, how's Hi. it going? <laughs> Good. I just finished my chamber music performance with yeah. the Brentano String Quartet. Uh, yeah, it was really fun and I uh, really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about that performance? Uh... I feel great. <laughs> I oh, guess. Good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And um, the Brentano Trinkota is just amazing. And um, there's actually a connection between us because um, um, he, they are the um, quartet in residence at Yale. And I graduated from Yale. And then before, you know, before I performed um, <laughs> our rehearsal, we talked a bit about Yale and our teachers. And yeah, oh, it's wow. fun. Yeah. Wait, have you, did you say you performed with them at Yale before? No, I didn't. Okay. I, I mean, um, I graduated um, four years ago, and then yeah. they came. So oh, yeah, but, but there's still the connection. My my teacher, they um, they they have worked together a lot of time. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going forward, you have one more performance, a concerto. Yeah. Um, how much time do you have to practice for that? Well, I still have tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tomorrow. But we actually had a rehearsal yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, but I'm glad tomorrow is a free day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally. <laughs> yeah, because you might be. I, it's been like you played about three and a half hours of music already. Yes, already. <laughs> oh my gosh, Rachel. Well, I'll let you go and enjoy um, your family and that your mom is yeah, right behind you. you. Yeah. And you. Uh, enjoy yourself sure. and take care. Thank you. Thanks. Our final competitor this evening is 19 years old and hails from the United States. Tonight, he'll perform Franck's Piano Quintet in F minor. Please welcome Daniel Shu. Franck Piano Quintet. It, I chose it because 
I feel like it suits my playing style very much. I think the franc can be a, an extremely expressive, um, I want to use the word romantic, but not in the traditional sense, but romantic in, in style, in, 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 in sound. And um, it is a pretty complex piece though, in terms of, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not a straightforward, you know, 40 minutes, straightforward 40 minutes, you know what to do. It, it can be pretty complex, but I felt like um, it really fit my style and it spoke to me, so I, I programmed it. How's it going, Daniel? Hey, it's going pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's good. It's yeah. at the start of the competition. You weren't too sure of yourself. I'm never too sure of myself. That's what we learned <laughs> through this podcast. I know. Yeah. I am a negative <laughs> Nancy. Oh my gosh. But um, how do you feel about this uh, string quartet performance? Um, I have to say that performing with the Brentano string quartet has been probably one of my favorite musical experiences of my life it was really? so they are you know feeding off of their energy and their ideas and and like walking on stage and performing the front with just just so amazing forget the competition forget everything else but yeah. it, was, it was really amazing to perform with them nice so like in your rehearsal then it's kind of you guys gelled well yeah i thought so yeah yeah i mean um they have they have so much experience and and um, they have so many incredible ideas. And of course, they sound amazing. Let's, let's not forget that. But yeah, yeah. It was just working with them was so, so meaningful. Uh, so overall, about this performance, uh, how would you rank it? Um, 
I'm still kind of coming off the high of getting to play with you know the Rintano and yeah. and I'm still kind of coming off the high and I know um, and as everyone else knows from listening to this that I'm an extremely negative person <laughs> so I'm going to try and be positive <laughs> and say that I thought it went you know I felt like I said what I wanted to say and you know yeah. I, I, I I had a lot of fun and nice. they are amazing and yeah. you know yeah so yeah, I mean, and you're playing in the finals, man. You're the top six. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, I'll let you go because you have to now rehearse for your concerto piece. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm assuming you probably need, like, nonstop yeah. practice. I got a, one more piece, man. Dude. One more piece. That's crazy, man. All this right. This is the th three and a half hour. I've played three and a half. I've performed three and a half hours at this point. Oh, my gosh. How are you not, like just dead who on said stage? I'm not dead on stage <laughs> <laughs> who said that I don't know oh. I didn't say that <laughs> dude awesome well I'll let you go man All right. thanks dude thanks thanks a lot alright that is it for the first performances of the final round mm -hmm. with the string quartet Rachel and Daniel seem pretty happy with their performances um, and so Cameron and I are going to call it a night and get ready for tomorrow where it's going to be the last performances of the final round with the Fort Worth Symphony Orchestra. Conducted by jury chairman, Leonard Slatkin. Yeah, and so um, we're gonna let y'all go. We're gonna get some rest. Please. I know. And um, we're looking forward to seeing what Rachel and Daniel um, perform and how they do. Yeah, it's a big day. Yep. It's a big day for all of us. All right, night night, Cammy. Night, James. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the final three performances of the 15th Van Cliburn International Piano Competition. We would also like to thank Steinway & Sons in New York for sending us the beautiful Hamburg Steinway that all of our competitors will be performing on this afternoon. Our first competitor this afternoon is 25 years old and hails from Hong Kong. Today she'll perform Beethoven's fourth piano concerto in G major, opus 58, with maestro Leonard Slatkin and the Fort Worth Symphony Orchestra. Please welcome Rachel Chung.
I wish that the, the audience would take away the music. The most important thing is that they get the message that the composers wanted me to deliver. And rather than to get an image of me playing, of me performing, um, I think it's all about the music and, and less about myself.
So Rachel, hi. How are you? Uh, I'm so happy. I'm too excited that you know I burst into tears on this stage. I know. Yeah, I um, yeah, it. I was so emotional that time, so yeah. I, I couldn't control. Oh my gosh! It's a good cry or a bad yeah, good cry? It's a good cry. <laughs> yeah. What was the most memorable experience for you now that you just finished your very last performance at the competition? Well, um, I would say this is the most memorable one. The um, one just performing. Yeah, because um, uh, Beethoven Fourth is my favorite concerto, and it has a lot of meaning for me. Um, it has been with me uh, throughout my life, actually, and um, yeah, I, I just feel um, it's a, a great way to end this um, competition, yeah. and um, yeah, I'm gonna remember this all my life. <laughs> yeah, I kind of teared up a little bit when you were crying on really? stage. I got Aww. so emotional. <laughs> so the first prize wins fifty thousand dollars and three years of uh, a tour. Yeah. Um, how bad do you want that, and how much would that change your life? Well, obviously, it would be life changing to, um, you know, to get this prize. Um, I actually I didn't think that much because, you know, now that um, I have done my last performance and um, I think I did my best, and I think that's enough. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, this is I can't believe this is like uh yeah this is the last time I got to see you on this stage. It was <laughs> truly incredible. Thank you. But. Yeah, Rachel, I mean, good luck on your future career. Thank you so much. Tell us what happens. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Our final competitor this afternoon is 19 years old and hails from the United States. He'll be performing Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto No. 1 in B-flat minor, Opus 23. Please welcome Daniel Shu.
just because I'm a 19 year old little dweeb, I, I still I still have something to say and I still want to share what I have to say. And that, you know, age, nationality, you know, um, where you study, where you grew up, who your parents are, who that doesn't, none of that matters. You know, in the it's about music. That's the most important thing. And I think it's often forgotten. So that's what I really wanted to say, this competition. You're done. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are you feeling? Um, I'm very relieved to be done. Um, I'm a little, I'm sure I will be sad yeah. that, I, that my time in the competition has come to an end. But right now I'm just very excited. Yeah. Um, still kind of coming off the high. Yeah. Um, it's kind of ballsy to play Tchaikovsky, <laughs> the same piece that Van Cliburn won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, he brilliant. Won, yeah. Brilliant programming by Daniel Shu. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you're closing it out with the same piece that yeah. Cliburn played during the Tchaikovsky festival that he won and yeah. made him a famous worldwide piano player. Yeah. 
made him a hero. Yeah. It made him a legend. It did. Was yeah. that your kind of, you know, thought process or kind of thinking about that? That was a risk of sorts to play something uh, like that? I didn't really consider it a risk. I mean, they are incredible. Everyone played. Every concerto played is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I just thought Tchaikovsky, I really loved the piece and I really wanted to learn it and perform it. And where better than the Van Cliburn Yelling Competition? Ignore Cameron with the cow. <laughs> just for the just for the listeners out there, there's Cam with the cow, and he's posing next to it as if he's uh, like a like, like a, a proud father. Oh yeah, no, that's proud <laughs> father that. of a I stuffed am. cow. He yeah, is. My son. Oh boy. Um, so this competition, the first place winner gets fifty thousand dollars and three year tour contract yes. and management. Mm-hmm. What would that mean for you to win that? I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Okay. I'm just going to... I was going to say I was going to focus, but I was like, wait, what can I focus on? I don't have anything yeah. else to play. You don't. Uh-huh. It's like the awards are literally about to happen. Yeah. Um, I... You know, it's... Of course, if I win it, it would mean... It would be insane. <laughs> but if I don't, whoever whoever won is is so deserving of it right yeah. and you know i have a lot of time and i just i had a great time and i made music and i i played for people and i hope people enjoyed it and yeah that's a win for me yeah that's so cheesy and sounds like so scripted <laughs> but i promise you that's really like yeah who else gets to do this who gets to who got who else gets to do what they love and like share music with people yeah and have fun doing it like yeah especially have like millions of people watch it yeah. as well it's just insane you know the only thing i really have to ask is just like I guess, like, how bad do you want it just to get that top prize? Oh, it would be insane. Yeah? It would be so... It would mean so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. It would be crazy. Dude, Daniel, this has been a crazy journey for you and me. Yeah, it's It's, been pretty fun. Dude, yeah, for, like, three months we've been bugging the hell out of you. Wait, more than that, maybe. (laughs) But, man, I'm going to let you relax and get a drink right before the awards. But Yeah, I need some water. I'm really thirsty. Dude, yeah, let's go get some. But, yeah, dude, cheers, man. Thanks. All right, so Rachel and Daniel have finished Mm -hmm. her performances. Yep. And um, the finals round is completely done. Yeah. The competition is completely done. Everyone's finished their performances. Yeah. They're all done. Yes. And so my favorite part of the show... Y'all already know who it is. Yeah, we're getting a hot take with Pamela Mia Paul. How's it going? <laughs> well, I just got finished wiping my tears away after Daniel played. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's start with Daniel. What did you think of his performance? I loved it. And I, you know, I got very emotional thinking how much Van would have loved it if he could have been alive mm-hmm. and heard this amazingly talented young man play so beautifully. Yeah. The piece that, of course, is identified with Van Cliburn perhaps more than anything else. Yeah. Him winning the uh, Tchaikovsky competition. Exactly. Um, yeah. And with his quintet round, um, what did you think of his performance in that? Oh, his frog was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. I'm just in love with his piano sound, you know, it's gorgeous sound. Oh. Rachel has a somewhat the same kind of sound that I love. And so does Ye Kwan Su, Sun Wu. Yeah. And let's move on to Rachel um, for her performances, her quintet and then her concerto. What did you think? Well, the Brahms was excellent. And I just loved that she decided to play the Brahms because it's the most difficult, not just physically, but also musically. Mm. And for the same reason, I have an enormous amount of admiration for her for programming Beethoven 4. That yeah. was a tremendously courageous thing to do. Mm. 
I mean, it's part of me is just like it's stunned. Like this finals round has been like amazing, and it's really hard for me to sort of differentiate like who's been really great and who has not been really great because they've still been really, really good. But if you had to pick um, who really like nailed it, like who stuck the landing of this competition? Oh, who stuck the landing? I would have to say cumulatively, Yequan Sun Wu and Daniel Shu. Really? Mm. Yes. Wow. Um, why those two? Uh, the overall everything, the sound, the repertoire they picked, um, the absence of even the smallest kinds of little technical mistakes that you might hear, mm. uh, and the way they communicated. Yeah. And from those two, who? I have no idea. And if, <laughs> if I tell you, it will, it, will, it will make it absolutely certain that they don't win a medal. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we don't want that to happen. No. We're not going to jinx it. But Pamela, um, we're going to let you go. This was amazing to hang out with you this entire time. It was so much fun. I'm yeah. going to miss you guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll miss you give, too. Yeah, let's give a hug, group yeah. hug. Well, I'm on the other side of this table. But. That's okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Good hug. But Pamela, we'll uh, catch you around for the awards because um, they're going to about to happen, so it's going to be crazy. See you later. <laughs> Good evening. My name is Fred Tribe. I host the radio show Performance Today from ABN. Thank you very much. What a treat, what a thrill for me to be back again as MC of the awards ceremony here at the Van Clymburn International Piano Competition. What an exhilarating inspiring and happily exhausting 17 days of music this has been. First of all, please join me in thanks and gratitude to all 30 of these talented artists. Fred, if you would do the honor of describing each of the awards, I will be thrilled to announce the winners. Leonard, it would be my pleasure. The Beverly Taylor Smith Award for the Best Performance of a New Work, cash award of $5,000. With Mark andre Armand's blessing, Daniel Shoup. Dude. Yeah, that's right, Daniel. That's a huge deal. Holy crap. Daniel. Let's see what happens. The Stephen DeGroote Memorial Award for the Best Performance of Chamber Music. Cash award of $6,000. Daniel, get back up here. Whoa. Daniel. Dude. Oh my gosh. Daniel just won a second award. We're not at the top six yet. Oh my gosh. The Audience Award. More than 20,000 people voted online at Clyburn.org. Cash award of $2,500. Rachel Cho. Rachel! Rachel! Yes! Oh, awesome! Hell, yes, the competition. 
That's amazing. This is awesome. I'm so happy. Oh my gosh. Third prize, bronze medal, cash award of $15,000, three years of individualized career management and U.S. concert tours. Live recordings released by Universal Music Group's Deca Gold label. Promotional package including press kits, videos, and website. The winner of the bronze medal, Daniel Troop. Daniel. There you go, Daniel. Get it, dude. Jacques just pushed Daniel back as he was trying to walk off stage. <laughs> Second prize, silver medal, cash award of $25,000, three years of individualized career management and U.S. concert tours, live recordings released by Universal Music Group's Deca Gold label, Promotional package includes press kits, videos, websites. The silver medal winner, Kenneth Broberg. Got the audience award. I know. Were you expecting that? Uh, no, I didn't expect anything. Like, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm really happy that I got I got this award. Yeah, definitely. How are you feeling right now? I feel great. I mean, everything's over, so I'm 
really re relieved. Yeah, <laughs> I bet because yeah. it's like after four and a half hours of yeah. performing, yeah, you must be yeah. tired. Yeah, it's a tough work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, going forward, um, it's like with your career, are you kind of excited to see what happens next? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Rachel, it's been so much fun seeing you perform and talking with you. Oh, and honestly, do you have any last thank words? You. I just wanted to thank you for all the support and. Um, for you know listening to me and uh, cheering for me and um, yeah I will do my best in the future and I hopefully uh, I'll play for you all soon yeah Rachel's great yeah congrats by the way oh thank you Mr. Daniel Shu. Yo, dude, you straight up won three awards. I'm gonna list them. You won the chamber work, you won the new uh, work, and then you also, for Marc-Andre Hamlin's piece, and then you freaking won bronze, man. So sitting in that audience, when all this was happening, what were you feeling, man? It was pretty crazy. It was surreal, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, once it happens once in a lifetime, you know. What's going through your mind, dude? After everybody has been talking with you and has photos with you, I'm sure, and it's like I don't know what time midnight right now. How are you feeling? It's eleven. It's eleven. Cameron it's, told me. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. I'm really tired. Yeah. I'm really tired. I bet you are, yeah. man. I I I'm looking forward to a really great night of sleep. Oh my yeah. gosh, for real, dude. And it's just like, as this competition has ended, you still are studying at Curtis. Are you yeah. gonna drop out and start your career? Because <laughs> you got no, one no, now. No, no, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. You're gonna finish school? I think so, for sure. You're gonna, this is gonna be the last thing that everyone's gonna hear on this episode. What is your last words, your last thoughts about this whole experience? Um, it's been incredible. Um, I performing in bass at the Van Clymer competition is just insane. Yeah. And I mean, I had so much fun, and yeah, it was stressful, and I'm I'm, I'm a negative Nancy, but in the end, it was it was a positive experience, I think. Yeah, for yeah. sure, dude. Yeah. It's been fun, Daniel. Thanks again, man. And that's it. Thank you. Yes, you for listening to this podcast and for following us on this competition and through this whole process. I also got to thank genius producer Cameron Kell for coming along to Texas, helping me edit these scripts for these episodes, writing some music for the show and just offering to just come on this journey, even though he knew he would lose so much sleep over it. And thank you, Alyssa Dudley, who produced this show, stayed up till 3 and 4 in the morning mixing each episode, even though she had to work the next day, and giving some amazing advice on how to make this podcast better. Alyssa, you are a true badass. Thank you to Andrew Eben for writing this outro music. 
If you dig this, you should check out his band Oyster Kids. Seriously, I've played their song Creepy maybe about a hundred times now. I'm also going to give a shout out to Edward Hamrock. He's in Germany right now studying classical music, but I know he's listening. And he actually introduced me to the Clyburn competition and what this whole thing was about. So thank you, Joey. Yes, I called you Joey. And finally, thanks to Mike Resler, Nathan Toby, and Hans Buto from APM, Fred Child, Suzanne Schaefer, and the whole team at Performance Today, and Jackson Musker, my boss at Dinner Party Download, who let me take two and a half weeks off doing this thing. Thank you, Jackson. You are the best. And as always, until next time. I'm Fred Child, the host of APM's Performance Today, your daily guided tour of concerts around the world. PT is glad to support this podcast, the competition. Check out more from the Clyburn and from the classical scene around the planet. Go to yourclassical.org. Click on Performance Today.